From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Friday, January 8th, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Governor Mike DeWine yesterday laid out the current plans for distributing vaccines to Ohioans, saying each county will determine how best to provide shots to its residents. Kevin Landers reports. Starting January 19th, people who are 80 years old or older will be allowed to get their vaccine if they want. On January 25th, those with congenital, developmental, or early onset of medical disorders will be next in line, along with those who are 75 years or older. The next week, the state will allow 70-year-olds or older, along with school personnel who plan to teach either in school or hybrid. They will be able to get their shot. Now, by February 8th, those 65 years or older will get their vaccine. On Wednesday and Thursday, we are asking local emergency management agencies in every county of the state to hold a press conference announcing where vaccinations will be available in their counties and how individuals can receive them. From the State House, Kevin Landers. Ohio's Democratic U.S. Senator Sherrod Brown says there is reason to be concerned about the inauguration of Joe Biden as president on January 20th. Dave James reports. Brown, who is calling for the removal of President Trump from office, said this morning. I heard from many of my colleagues last night who were on airplanes on the way back to their states that they were sitting near some of these rioters that had breached the Capitol. And a number of them were saying they haven't seen anything yet. Wait till January 20th. And this time we'll have guns. I mean, those were some of the comments that my colleagues heard. Brown says police have to be more ready for something then than they were Wednesday. Dave James, I went in news. Dave James, I went in news. Governor DeWine says President Donald Trump's refusal to accept the election results right up until the electoral votes were confirmed created a situation that threatens democracy. More from Tracy Townsend. DeWine is critical of Trump for not producing credible evidence of a rigged election. The governor said the president poured gas on the fire with his speech to protesters before the riot. This incendiary speech that he gave to the protesters served only to fan those flames. DeWine says Wednesday's storming of the U.S. Capitol by a mob of Trump supporters was shameful and should be denounced by all Americans. Tracy Townsend, ONN News. Ohio Congressman Tim Ryan, who is chairman of the House Appropriations Committee, is calling for a review of the law enforcement response to a failed insurrection at Capitol Hill Wednesday. Yolanda Harris has the details. Ryan says he recognizes the bravery of these officers, but questions how the breach of the Capitol even happened, and they need to look at what could have been done differently. Those people should have been immediately arrested. The reinforcements we thought, I was told, would be in place, that the National Guard was engaged. Uh, that the D.C. Metro Police was engaged, the SWAT teams were engaged, that we were prepared for this. Well, the congressman says their investigation will include hearings where they will directly question key leaders about what went wrong. I'm Yolanda Harris. While a number of Democratic and Republican lawmakers have called for the removal of President Trump from office, at least some of Ohio's Republican lawmakers are still backing up the president. More from Brittany Bailey. We talked to Congressman Bill Johnson, who ended up voting to reject the electoral college count yesterday. He condemned the violence, but he did not point the finger of blame at President Trump. Clearly, the ones that are at fault, the ones that are that should be held accountable, Rather than looking at, at pointing fingers, we need to uh, we need to press charges on those that, that participated in this. 
Reporting in Columbus, Brittany Bailey. Tax records show money from Akron-based First Energy Corporation comprised more than one-third of all contributions to a dark money group supporting Ohio Governor Mike DeWine and likely all of the cash given to one backing his daughter's county prosecutor bid. The Cincinnati Inquirer reports the donations came the same year that Ohio's GOP-controlled legislature passed House Bill 6, which included a $1 billion subsidy for two nuclear plants then owned by First Energy Solutions. DeWine signed the bill within hours of it reaching his desk. Federal investigators say that bill is at the center of a $61 million bribery scandal that resulted in charges being filed against now former House Speaker Larry Householder and four prominent Republican lobbyists and organizers. The city of Cleveland has sent a bill to the Cleveland Clinic for the cost to the city to provide security for the presidential debate last summer. Mark Namick has the details. When the Cleveland Clinic volunteered in July to host the first presidential debate, it wasn't welcome news to city leaders. The Cleveland Clinic agreed to pick up the tab for most costs. The city is seeking $463,000 in reimbursement, though the total costs, according to the invoice, top $630,000. The bulk related to police overtime, followed by fire and EMS costs. The Cleveland Clinic said in a statement it has received the invoice and plans to pay it. I'm Mark Namick. And two big football games are just ahead. The Browns' first playoff appearance in 18 years on Sunday and the Buckeyes in the national championship game on Monday. Karina Nova says that's causing concern for one corner. That has local gambling addiction experts worried about sports betting, which is fun for most people, but a serious problem for others. There is help out there. For more information about problem gambling and how to help someone you love, you can visit beforeyoubet.org or the Ohio Problem Gambling Helpline is always available, 1-800-589-9966. I'm Karina Nova. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.